one is, is responding to to the topic. Hmm? Yes. Umavosan. Hey, but my name's. Hey, listen. Guess who I bumped into today? What did you bump? Malusi Kika. Okay. Yeah, no, I mean, it comes from a man. Okay. From me. Shiny, mm. your top, your leather. And nice, I bet in the jeans is nice, I bet in ten up yana. And nice, and she. I'm going to put in a bunny, a thama fukat and his daughter. Oh, Ami. I'm like, oh, Ami, the last time I saw you. You were the size of an iPad. Hey, Look at yeah. you today. <laughs> I even took pictures with Oami. Did you take a picture with Malusi? Mm? I don't have to take pictures with um, Omalusi. Okay. No? Mm? Don't have to take pictures with him. Go mm? mm? Hey, friend, I'm well. Powerful friends. Let's go to Secunda. Ayanda. What's love What's love you see? What's love you see? Your fucking goal. Yeah. Mina, if I was those robots, then for me, because I sell all the empty bottles, I buy this cheap drink. I want to have a cold drink, get and run. Yeah. I would have a stuff like that. Then when the traffic officer comes, I'll ask him, don't you want a drink? Then I'll give him some of those cheap cold drinks. Mm. I think it will work out. Mm. Okay, Ayanda. Very interesting. That's Ayanda there from Secunda. Let's go to Jamiston. Magdalene. Magdalene. Magdalene, she's gone. Ah, we're going to your hood, manje, uh, uh, not here. What, what, what are you doing to our listeners? Hey. Here we go. Okay, who, who's on the line? Mohammed. Hello. Is that Magdalene? Yes. There we go. Hey. How are you, Magdalene? I'm good, and you? Ah, good. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yes. What's what's your take on this topic? I. For my side, I think it's inhuman. Mm. It's inhuman. Inhuman. Mm. Yes, because these people, they are homeless, man. Mm. They don't have anywhere to go. Yeah. They can't even afford to eat what we are eating. So mm. if maybe it's for safety, can they find maybe a, a shelter for them to accommodate them? Well, apparently there is shelter for them. But they don't want anything to do with it. They'd rather be in the streets. Yeah, apparently there's shelter for them. Yeah, but now there's a reason why they don't want to be there. Well, I guess I guess they, they go out in the streets to hustle. You know, they need you need money. You know, even if you are in a shelter, they give you food and whatever. But you still want to spend money on other things. Hmm. Maybe I think that's why yeah, but, but, they but end up being in the streets. Yeah, the three hundred rent one is going to. Uh, make them maybe to Rubaba Bambang food, Rubaba Elite so that mm. they can pay them. So it's going to increase crime. Mm. Okay. Really, it's, it's not on. Let them find another solution. Okay. Let's go to Eastern Cape, Mr. Abdul Mohammed. How are yes, you? Sir. I'm fine and you, sir. Good to have you on the show. How's your weather in the Eastern Cape? It's shining, there. The sun is shining, sir. There's no wind. A little bit, not that oh, yeah. much. Though. No, 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 I've landed there a couple of times. I mean, a plane literally leans when it lands no, there. No, that's in Port Elizabeth. <laughs> mm. Is the industry? Abdul, Abdul, where are you from? 
uh, from Humansdorf. Mm. Oh, Humansdorf. Mm. Yeah, I play in like. No, that's only in PE, the mm. Windy City. Not a bad land. On a <laughs> no, I don't drive to PE though. I'm working in PE as well. Mm. Yeah, and and PE is windy, Abdul, right? Yeah, slightly. Yeah, not that much though. Yeah. Oh, Today. Do. Okay. Welcome to the show, <laughs> Mr. Mohammed. What, what's your take on the topic? I think whoever came up with such an idea should be voted as the mom part of the year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, really, to be honest with you, I mean, that law enforcement officer is employed and is paid with the taxpayer's money. Him mm. issuing summons to someone who cannot even afford a loaf of bread, I mean, it's worth a wasting of state resources. It's, it doesn't make any sense whatsoever, Abdul. It doesn't make any sense. And besides, uh, the, the people in Captain actually are so rich, you know, that some of them, they should learn to spend more money on the shelters because these people are running away from the shelters because sometimes it does not cut for all their needs. Yeah, but also, like what you're saying, they're very rich. Maybe it's coming from an, an elitist point, you know? It's not coming from a place of exactly. really caring point, about another human being. Very good. My point is that they've got thousands of runs to spend on, on Botox injections. <laughs> <laughs> but they do not have 500 runs to go, or 1,000 runs to go spend on a poor person's shelter, you understand? Sure. So my, I, my, my point is that please stop spending much money on Botox injections and rather invest on the poor and they unprivileged in our societies. Yeah. I'm with you, Abdul. Thank you very much. That's the point that I wanted to share actually. Thank you. Thank you so much. Have a great day. That's uh, that's Abdul there. Uh, on Radio 2000, the Glencito Super Drive, 12 minutes to 4. Uh, we were supposed to talk to someone. I think now we finally got hold of them. Yeah. Um, so let's take a quick break and then we shall return. Read all about it. Hi. My name is Sam Jovo of Stimela. This is Wendmar Service. Nomfundo Kalova. This is Marcus White. I'm Sipogazi. Sibongile Kumalo. Sipohatsik Mabuse. Chicheku from Ghana. And other world-class acts like Rosanne Patterson and Roberto Fonseca invite you to the 22nd Standard Bank Joy of Jazz Festival from the 26th to the 28th of September, Santon Convention Center. It'll be jazz unleashed. So come live the music. Tickets available at CompuTicket. This is what you hear when Google talks to Siri. I'm feeling lonely. Tell me more. Well, I don't have any skills. We all know that. But I can learn them, I swear. While they work this out, let us show you our skills. So listen, thank you for letting us wake you up and you have a fantastic day. So that's a flag till the morning comes. It's one of those songs that says I never knew love can be so good. Are you ready hello, to hello, play please. the back to school challenge round number one? They said there's a new sheriff in town and I was like, who is the sheriff? The sheriff? They say it's 2000. Seriously, not a Again. Find Radio 2000 on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Radio 2000 ZA, DSTV Channel 812, and on WhatsApp 060-584-2250. Radio 2000, our music, your memories. So the city of Cape Town has been criticized following reports of... Um their new bylaws that see homeless people uh, allegedly being fined for obs- obstructing pavements. So now we no- we're not going to get clarity from Alderman J.P. Smith. He is mayoral committee member for safety and security in Cape Town to just give us, you know, enlightenment on what's happening there. Uh, Mr. Smith, how are you this afternoon? 
Afternoon, ma'am. I'm excellent yourself. Well, thank you, Mr. Smith. Maybe explain to us: Are you are you in Cape Town saying that you are fining the homeless people for obstructing pavement traffic? So I think you have to take a step back and say that hey, there's no new bylaw. We've the bylaws we're using are bylaws that now date back 11, 12 years already. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're not new bylaws. What we did do about four or five years ago, if we stop doing any significant levels of enforcement altogether and we focused exclusively or largely on social development. Um, that meant we rolled out a reintegration unit that speaks to all the homeless people on the street. We started working with the shelters. We currently have the winter readiness program running where we give hundreds of thousands of rands and mattresses, um, toiletries and food to shelters so they can increase their bed space during the most inclement weather. And we have uh, EPWP um, uh, opportunities counseling facilities, the safe space in Kulemborg, and we're working on safe space number two. So we've got put a massive amount of resources towards services and opportunities and shelter for homeless people. That, over the last period, has the situation on our streets, however, did not improve. It deteriorated fairly significantly so that we are coming in for constant criticism from communities and even from some within the NGO community who say that you're neglecting your chores. Uh, all people need to be treated equally in the bylaws. You can't exempt a category of people from your bylaws. So when we wrote these bylaws, we compared them to the bylaws in Itaquini and Swane and Joburg, and those were often had quite aggressive anti-poor measures in, and we purposely wrote our bylaws to be more humanitarian around things like begging and car guards. We don't ban car guards. We don't ban begging. We deal with aggressive begging only. So we purposely wrote our bylaws to be more humane and more <coughs> considerate understanding of the socioeconomic circumstances. So, Mr. Smith- In terms of the enforcement over the last uh, two, three months, we have slowly but surely been increasing the enforcement um, to bring it in line with the, the level of social development we're doing. Um, and the criminal justice system will now have to respond to it. We can reasonably predict what those outcomes are going to be. The criminal justice system will have very little impact on this. And we'll be able to turn around to the public and say, this is what happens when you logically follow the criminal justice system to its conclusion. Um, There are very little consequences. We've now had the first of those fines, which obviously nobody pays, where there is then a warrant of arrest issued by the Department of Justice, not by the city. And when this warrant is effected, the person appears in court. The courts are then giving us fairly predictable outcomes. We can turn around to the community and say, do not rely on enforcement to respond to the homeless issue. These are the logical outcomes of that process. Instead, let's continue to focus, as the city has predominantly, on social development interventions. So what would you say, Mr. Smith, to people who are saying that this bylaw, um, those that are criticizing it, saying that it's anti-poor? Um, it is significantly less so, ma'am, than any of the bylaws, and you can do that. You can determine that simply by putting, downloading the bylaws from Tswane, Etakwini, Joburg, Cape Town, Mangarung, putting them side by side and seeing some of the truly dastardly provisions in the bylaws of these other cities that were passed, you know, five, ten years ago, so not in the last year, and looking at what those bylaws say and comparing it to the far more humanitarian, considerate, and um, uh, a, a totally different spirit imbibed by the Cape Town bylaws. However, you do have to accept that also, that certain standards have to maintain in terms of public open space. It also cannot be conceivable that every piece of public open space can be occupied by structures all the time. And so that in terms of effectively managing a city, you also have to take decisions 
that are less popular. And the enforcement around issues like this certainly is never going to be popular, but that doesn't give you the luxury of recoiling from it. You can't just do the things that are popular, unfortunately. So how much are these fines and how will, how will this be enforced? So remember, the city doesn't set the fines. The fines are set by the Department of Justice, the um, magistrates, the chief magistrates in the area. We don't set the fines. They set the values on the fines. Okay. Um, we have to accept what they determine. Um, and they vary from um, in the original begging fine, the aggressive begging fine was as little as 50 rand. That was increased by the chief magistrate at some point, I think around 500. They have systematically increased the fines um, or most of the, the admission of guilt fines. Um, but it's actually a bit of a moot point because you will not find anybody paying any of those uh, admission of guilt fines. Instead, what we do is encourage them to make representation to the public prosecutor or to the court, uh, because at some point you then have to test these provisions and say, if it is not appropriate to erect a structure or to make a fire in a public place and you continue to do so, then in in the end, what is the appropriate response to it? It can't be zero. So understand that no person on the streets of Cape Town is there without having been encountered by a reintegration worker who has offered them accommodation. We have teams of social workers who go out and work with homeless people. It's one of the first interventions that we drove, and they are offering people jobs, reintegration with families, reunification with with where they come from, um, uh, shelter opportunities, second-phase shelter accommodation, etc. And so there's nobody on the street at the moment who is not also being offered um, sometimes in the same operations, opportunities by social workers. So what would be defined as aggressive begging, uh, for an example? So at the moment, the bylaws of the cities around South Africa ban begging. So in, in, in Itaquini or in um, or, or Tuane, these bylaws say that the act of begging is an offence, any mm. form of begging that you engage in. Cape Town uh, purposefully said, well, people are poor and broke, and not everybody has access to economic opportunities, so begging is a fact of life. What we, where we said, let's not try and ban begging. Let's understand what is the problem with begging. And the problem is when people beg aggressively. So if you go to the businesses around the CBD, they will tell you that a major problem for them is so-called aggressive begging. We have a lot of letters of complaints from the tourism industry, from hotels, from, from small emerging businesses who struggle because they say that the aggressive begging becomes impossible to manage. People who threaten people when a donation is not made. I've seen this myself. So that is the difference between an inconsiderate bylaw that bans something outright and a bylaw that looks at what is problematic about this behavior and only defines that doesn't uh, doesn't try and ban begging as a whole. There are many other examples in our streets and public places bylaw of how our bylaws are a lot more humane and considerate than those of other municipalities, and we took pride on crafting the bylaws like that. Uh, hi, Mr. Smith. Uh, this is Glenn speaking here. Yes, sir. Uh, I just wanted to find out, uh, why would you uh, find someone um, who's sleeping in a stationary motor vehicle? So one of the bylaws of the city says that you're not allowed to overnight in a vehicle. Um, it is occasionally uh, quite problematic. Um, the, the provisions of many of these bylaws you'll find consistently in bylaws across South Africa. So they're not unique to Cape Town. If you go do um, some research, you'll see that the same provisions pop up in most of your bylaws across the country, you'll find a very large degree of overlap. Usually about 90 or 95% of these provisions are pretty consistent in bylaws across the country. Um, And that is that because when people are sleeping in cars, they invariably do not have access to ablution facilities, etc. What happens in and around that car over time can become very problematic. 
Um, and so that is one of the provisions. The bylaw isn't an outright ban. It, again, is written considerately. It understands that people occasionally end up in that situation. What it bans is the continued and extended uh, accommodation within a vehicle. If you had, for instance, somebody in front of your own private home who took up to living in a car and was doing everything that you were doing in your house in that car over time, you might well find yourself among the complainants who would then raise their voices and you would be glad that the bylaw had the common sense to address something like that. What about people who sleep in caravans? So I think it's where it's parked. If the area is designated for accommodation, in other words, a caravan park, a camping site, etc., then it's automatically approved. Um, with the bylaw, there is also exemption clauses that says that if you apply to council, you can get consent for, for to be exempted from specific aspects of the bylaw. For instance, um, we gave blanket exemptions to the um, sellers of funny money, the pamphlets that people sell in order to, to gain an income, as well as the big issue vendors. They were people, we um, entities we gave blanket exemptions to so that they could conduct their activities um, without any, any problems. So we exempted them from the trading bylaws. So there are often uh, exemptions that are affected to protect vulnerable and uh, groups. But again, you do need to draw some lines in the sand around what is appropriate to do in public open space. If somebody came and put up a caravan just anywhere, again, on your local park, for instance, where you take your kids um, or on your, on your street corner, you may well also develop an issue about that over time. And when it's unchecked, then every piece of public open space becomes vulnerable to whatever the vicissitudes of that person is who decides to do something of it. So all cities in the world have rules bylaws, municipal ordinances, they are part of your legislative framework. All right, Mr. Smith, thank you so much for your time. You have offered us a lot of clarity. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you very much for taking an interest. Thank you. Thank you. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, Are you guys um, satisfied? Very interesting conversation. Makes a lot of sense to me. Mm. Makes mm. Sense. <laughs> it's about keeping the city clean. It makes a lot of sense to me. I think one thing that I, I really hate, I and I've always addressed it, is how um, some beggars... Mm or the window washers target women That's specifically. Yeah. For me, that really annoys me. And mm. I always shout at them, dude, why don't you at least ask for permission? Ask, sissy, may I wash your That's window? Do you Just know what I mean? Because then when you refuse, then they start shouting. That for me annoys me. And I said, you know what? I understand your hustle, you're hustling, but at least show people respect. Don't just watch somebody's window. Aggressive begging can be an issue, that I can agree with. No, but in Cape Town, you know what they used to do in the past? What? Because uh, you know why people love pets, dogs. Yeah. So these guys would come with puppies and hey ma'am, give me money if you don't, I'm going to kill this dog. Eh? Yeah. Wow, it's a true story. Yeah. It's a true story. It's a true story. It's a true story. They say, hey, if you don't give me money, I'm going to kill this, this pet. Eh? And you know, like, no, oh, no. 200 red. It's a true story. Wow. It's a true story. <laughs>